This is the Cancer Boss Method Podcast, the place to be when cancer sucks and you don't want it to. I'm Leslie Nance, survivor, cancer coach, and healing mentor. Come learn the truth about what your role is in your own healing. No BS, just real strategies from a cancer coach who has been there, done that. And I'm talking about healing. Turn off your mind, relax and float downstream. This is not dying. It is not dying. Lay down all the thoughts, surrender to the void. It is shining. It is shining. That you may see the meaning of within. It is being. It is being. Hot dang, that's one of my favorite Beatles songs ever. I love this song. Um, I love the first line. Turn off your mind, relax, and float downstream. Now, okay, granted, this is probably about acid, but it's such a powerful thought to think about turning off the mind. Hi, my name is Leslie Nance, and you are listening to the Cancer Boss Method podcast, uh, where we really talk about getting to know ourselves through the process of healing, understanding what cancer is here to show us and to understand what our process is, what our responsibility is, not what our process is, what our responsibility is to our own healing. I just, uh, I was, I was just flying back uh, from, actually, no, that's not true. I was just on my way to Nashville and on my way to Nashville, um, and if you're not from this country, that's Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> um, so I was on my way to Nashville and I was meeting up with a colleague friend who's also a coach and she's amazing. So shout out to my good girl, Sarah. Um, but I was meeting up with her and it was going to be a really cerebral weekend because we were doing a lot of brainstorming and we were going to be really talking about, um, like our 2024 plan, like how are we going to serve people? How are we going to show up? And I'm, I'm, I love being on an airplane because I am captured, right? No cell phone. I don't buy the internet. I don't do like, I don't do the, the Wi-Fi or anything like that. And so, um, I'm, I, I'm captured. So I'm really excited to get on this flight. It's only like an hour and 40 minutes, but still this is good hour, 40 minutes. I always get a lot of work done. So, I sit down on the plane. I think that there's a seat between me and the other person that's sharing my row. And um, this man got on and he sat in the middle seat, which is totally fine. No big deal, right? And everything is going good. I don't have my headphones in or anything because I'm just going to get down. I'm going to write some notes. I'm going to, you know, really get clear in my head what I want to happen in 2024 while I'm captive on this plane. Okay. So. Obviously, the man sitting next to me was incredibly tired, and bless his heart, he got the best nap in all the land because he was literally snoring so loud that I felt like he was going to suck the luggage out of the overhead. And he was, I mean, he was out down. As soon as he sat down, he like put his head back and he was gone. And he was snoring so loud that it was comical. And you don't want to wake a man up like that's sleeping like this because obviously he needs it. And I was really grateful that he was getting what he needed in the moment. So I ended up putting on my headphones 
And I'll be honest, even with the headphones, I could hear him snoring. So I put on my headphones and I um, I started listening to the Beatles Revolver album, which just has some of my favorite all-time songs in it. Plus, it was just what was came up first in my playlist. And so I was just kind of letting it drown out the very tired man next to me. And... Um, one like the I think it's like the last song on there is Tomorrow Never Knows. And if you've ever seen I promise I'm going somewhere with this story. So if you've ever seen the Beatles Love Show in Las Vegas, one of the I won't give it away, but one of my favorite acts in the Beatles Love Show has to do with this song Tomorrow Never Knows. And it's this song, if you ever listen to it, it just starts off in this real kind of psychedelic way. And it says, turn off your mind. And I take it as an instruction. Turn off your mind, relax and float downstream. And I just take it as an instruction to turn off my mind. And it's such a valuable thought. So if you're listening to my podcast, you're probably not just listening to it because you're a casual listener. You probably are listening to it because you have been affected by cancer, whether it's yours or somebody else's. Maybe you're dealing with loss right now. Maybe you're, maybe you're waiting for you know pathology to come back and you're just looking for anybody anywhere to tell you that you're going to be okay. And it wouldn't it be wonderful if it was just easy enough, just that we could just turn off our mind, right? Get out of our own head, get out of our own way, and just allow ourselves to be in a relaxed, floating, dreamlike state. Not a nightmare, but it's impossible. It, well, it's not impossible. It feels impossible. It feels like that that is absolutely like the last thing that is ever going to occur when you get a cancer diagnosis or you're going through treatments or you're going through, you know, anything to do with cancer or somebody you love is going through it, whatever it is, the significance of it actually like leaves your mind full of information. Did you guys hear my, like my email just ping? So now I'm on do not disturb. So hopefully we won't hear that again. But it leaves our mind full of worry. It leaves our mind full of anxiety. It leaves our mind full of like what's coming next. We try to crystal ball our life and figure out like what's going to happen next. What am I going to look like? What am I going to feel like? But what if we could just turn off our mind? So I want to help you do that today. I want to help you take a minute to just relax, float downstream, turn off your mind. I do a thing with my clients called centering. We do it every single group session. We take a moment to become really present with one another. And one of the things that we do is we focus on turning off the mind. So I'm going to instruct you as the same way that I instruct them. And I have to tell you, a lot of them, this is like their favorite time of the sessions, right? Some of them just record this part of the session so they can listen to it again. So I'm just going to encourage you, as long as you're not driving or on a treadmill or taking care of kids or anything like that, in other words, if you're in a nice, safe space, 
that you can close. And if you're not, maybe come back to this later. Maybe listen to it now and come back to it later and go through this practice. But I'm just going to encourage you to close your eyes. Put your hand on your heart. Feel your chest expand with air in your lungs and release back out. Now really feel it with me and take in a nice deep breath. If you can, I want you to consciously think about like any tension that you have in your body. A lot of us hold it in our neck and our shoulders. I just want you to allow that to escape out of your body as best as possible. Maybe you need to roll your shoulders forward and backwards a couple of times. Maybe you need to stretch your hands over your head. Maybe you need to twist from side to side. Maybe roll your neck, shake your head yes, shake your head no. Look up, look down. Just work on releasing some of that tension. Now just take a moment with me. And I want you to think about your mind and I want you to visualize that it has an on and off switch. And just for a moment, just for a moment in time, I want you to switch it off. Try to look at the back of your eyelids if you can. If you have your eyes closed. Now switch it back on, become really present with me in this moment and listen to my words. What if it was possible to relax fully into healing? What do you need to do right now in this moment to embrace healing and release sickness. Just imagine the possibility, just for a moment. What if cancer was not your destiny? What if you truly could create an inhospitable environment, not just in your physical body, but throughout your entire life? 
What does the quiet mind need to tell you? Is it telling you, you're really going to be okay, you can get through this? And you're choosing not to believe it? Is it giving you a hunch for something that you really need to look into and really need to pay attention to and ask questions about? Is it telling you to seek a second opinion? Is it telling you to have an honest conversation with somebody that you love? Is it telling you to put down the donut? (laughs) What opportunity do we give our mind when we choose to turn it off for a moment? What can we hear more clearly? What can we understand more deeply? What can we become? What can we create? Take in a deep breath with me and breathe in healing. And release sickness. Cancer is not your destiny. You're not designed to be sick. Your body is designed to heal. You are divinely designed for healing. When are you going to accept that? When are you going to make a choice? Or choices in some cases. To accept that you can heal even after cancer treatments, even after surgery, even if you have active cancer right now. When are you going to stop the mind from swirling around of everything that's going wrong and allow it to find a healing pathway? One that you trust, one that you feel good about, one that you feel certainty about. What is it going to take? What truly creates an inhospitable environment in your body? Be quiet for just a minute and just listen.
just listen. You must create a safe space of healing in your mind. If you are constantly worried, if you're pre-worrying about something that you think will happen, if you're spending all your time researching and wasting days and hours trying to figure out what to do next, if you're not living the life that you're working so hard to save, if you're reclusing, If you're not getting clarity and asking the questions that you need to ask, is your mind so cluttered that you can't even think of what question that you want to ask next? I get it. Cancer is traumatic. It brings up everything that we dread. We don't want any of it to happen, but it's happening. Where do you need to shift out of letting it boss you around and becoming the boss? Take a deep breath in with me and just listen for just a moment. Now release your breath. You are good at making decisions. You are good at being resourceful. You are good at healing. You're not screwing it up. Learn to trust your instincts. Keep your eyes open, your ears open, your heart open. Be peaceful, be calm. Turn off your mind, relax. Float downstream. It is not dying. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. I often tell my clients that they must keep their eyes open, ears open, heart open, looking for the opportunities of healing. If your mind is cluttered, if your actions are cluttered, if you're just desperately looking and searching and hoping and praying that you find something, anything, anyone, They can tell you a story of hope. You just need to go look 
in the mirror. And you need to start writing your own story of hope. It's so easy to get caught up in the to-dos of cancer. It's so easy to get caught up in all the noise and things. Eat this, don't eat that. Do this, don't do that. Take this, don't take that. And maybe some of it's right for you. And maybe some of it isn't. But you can't even determine that. Because your mind is so noisy. It's moving 100 miles an hour. 10 million miles an hour in some cases. You can't sleep. You can't focus. And cancer is not literally taking over your body. It's taking over your life. It's taking over everything. It's getting down into every part of your life. It's getting down into your finances, into your relationships. It's oozing and eking everywhere. This is why you have to look at healing from that perspective too. You've got to be willing to let healing flow into all of those parts and bits and pieces as well. If this resonated with you today, I want you to reach out to me. I want to have a conversation with you. I want to talk with you. I want to help you. I want you to heal. It is my heart's desire to help millions of women heal. I'm down for it. Let's talk. Let's do this. If you're serious about it, you're tired of feeling this way. You're tired of feeling sick and tired. You're tired of the confusion. You're tired of people not telling you the truth. You're tired of not knowing if you're doing it right or not doing enough. Then we should be talking. This is what I do. I move women from the point of confusion to the point of clarity, from sickness to healing. Not just physically, yes, physically too, physically through nutrition, but also mentally and emotionally. Because cancer didn't just happen to your physical body, it happened to your entire life. And you need to heal from that perspective. I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. I'm here to love. I won't pull any punches with you. I don't let you stay in victim mode. I'm here to coach you. But that's what you need, most likely. You need somebody to tell you the truth. You need somebody to uncover the secrets. You need somebody to show you your healing pathways. You can do it alone. You can just get by. You can just cope with cancer. Or you can be incredibly successful. If this spoke to you today, if it was all goosebumpy, <laughs> or you were literally eating a donut when I said put down the donut, <laughs> then we should talk.
Hey, thank you for listening today. I hope it was helpful. Let me know. Leave us a comment below. Tell us what you think. Tell us if you want more episodes like this. Uh, let us know. I, I am 100% flexible and ready to learn and understand how to serve women at the highest level who have cancer. All right. Remember, cancer is not your destiny. If you have enjoyed this episode, it's time to connect. Make sure you follow this podcast and check out all the socials on anystagecancer.com. If you're ready to talk about your own healing using the Cancer Boss Method, then click the link below this episode. Hey, and remember, cancer's not your destiny. Okay, I'm outie.